Mike's Daily Podcast. So a somewhat well-known Bay Area radio and TV host recently criticized my show, my podcast, by making fun of my voice, which is the go-to hilarity button people like to go for when they make fun of me, because my voice is... Well, they make it sound like I'm on helium when they imitate me. And you know what? Mike's Daily Podcast. It's true. My voice occupies a particular range. It's in an, an energetic range. Mike's Daily Podcast. Which I should make fun of this guy because it sounds like his voice most of the time is about to break and turn into a shattered, cracked, brittle, peanut brittle. Because it's... He's got this bit of, he's always got phlegm, let's just say. And he clears his throat on the radio. Yeah. That's just not good radio. Mike's Daily Podcast. Etiquette, but whatever. So, hey, you make fun of my voice, I make fun of yours. Tit for tat. And Mike's. Oh, look. Daily. Some people like pictures. Podcast. I posted on Instagram. Yeah. I'm on Instagram at mikesdailypodcast.com. Woohoo. But you know what? You take the good, you take the bad, you take the facts of life. And that's people will make fun of you in your life when you when you put yourself out there. That's fine. It's episode 1758, I had a wonderful evening getting caught up on a bunch of stuff, you know, laundry and whatnot. But the cool thing... Was I was able to walk my dog Basil the Boxer in a air? I've I've found now that the way to walk my dog, and that will be the podcast picture today. I'm getting ahead of you, Ariel. You haven't even said the here's today's podcast picture. Well, it's me and Basil in Benicia. This was just a few weeks back, right after Thanksgiving, and. My lovely lady friend took this picture. So Basil can't really walk on sidewalks and concrete much anymore. It's back, his back legs have been bad for a while. But when he's on grass, baby, look out. When he's on, and now that the grass is starting to grow again because we just had some rains, he's loving it. And oh my gosh, I thought, what had, where, where, where did this puppy come from? He was zipping along. It was awesome. So that was an uplifting thing after some tough days I've had with him lately and just dealing with the whole, you know, mortality. And here's today's podcast picture. Our own mortality, our own lives end at some point and the lives of dogs goes by much faster. And so they're gone before you know it. But Thankfully, God in heaven has given me, granted me a little bit more of my dog and some more enjoyable memories. A smiling dog always puts a smile on my face. Hey, someone who doesn't put a smile on my face is Leslie Moonvees, CBS guy. And by the way, this is not what CBS's thing sounds like. But I played it for you anyway. And he apparently, have you heard this, this sludge of a guy? Oh my God. So he apparently liked the, well, particular type of intimacy that let's say is, uh, 
well, it involves one's mouth. And I won't go into too much detail and just say that this guy used women constantly. And I, I hope he gets locked up and put away for a long time. He got $120 million in his severance package from CBS. And the CBS lawyers did their own investigation on him and found, first off, that he lied about all kinds. He deleted a bunch of texts. When they asked him to hand over his digital electronic equipment, he handed over his son's iPad. He said, oh, you want my equipment? Here's my son's iPad. Wait, that's not what we asked you. We asked you for your stuff. Yeah, here's my son's iPad. No. So he apparently was just horrible with how he dealt with women. And it's what the guy from Fox did the same thing. It's one of the many reasons why I hate show business. I hate it so much, yet I am drawn to it, yet my family comes from it. We're a bunch of circus people. Actually, that's not completely true. I do have a cousin in Germany that I think she's still in the circus. She started off as a trapeze artist, and now she teaches the kids in the circus. Uh, my dad was in, worked for Universal for a long time. As a He was a... He was actually the, uh, what do you call it? I can't think of the name at the moment. Stand-in. Stand-in for Rock Hudson. Yes, that Rock Hudson. The one that didn't tell anybody he was gay until he came out that he had AIDS. And at that point, it was pretty much, it was so early in the AIDS epidemic. If you had AIDS, people were like, oh, so you're gay, right? It, there was the whole, the drug thing too, and then the... Well, stretched to heterosexuals. And I won't go into the whole history of AIDS. But Mr. Rock Hudson did keep it a secret all the way to the end. And then he just finally released a statement at the very end. Which I believe is similar to what happened with Freddie Mercury. I don't know if they go into that on the movie. Oh, hey. So, <laughs> I am in... Yeah, my, my father was a stand-in for Rock Hudson. And really didn't give me any really interesting stories. My mom gave me an interesting story at the rap party for one of his, like, I think it might have been Pillow Talk. There was a guy, well, they, uh, Rock Hudson had the party, the rap party at his house. And my mom was at the, and, you know, she recognized a lot of the people that my dad worked with. She recognized a lot of the industry people. And then there's this guy just hanging out, like sitting on the couch, watching TV, a good looking guy. And he doesn't really belong with anything. He's just hanging out. And that was supposedly Rock's uh, flavor of the month there, according to my mom. And then my mom also talked about a rap party because her second husband was also in show business. Only he was more in the technical special effects side. If you go and see Blues Brothers... Oh, this is fascinating. Blues Brothers is an interesting movie. First off, it makes me laugh hysterically. Second, my dad is in the movie. He is in the lounge scene when Rock... Uh, Rock Hudson. John, Jim, John, John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, they're trying to get the band back together. Some of their band members are playing in this lounge band. So they go into the lounge and nobody's in there. Except for my dad. And he's sitting like in the front row. You can see him. I've actually... That's that that's on YouTube. And I have screenshotted that. And I have that as my screensaver. This is eons before I knew how to do anything with a computer. 
um, my father passed away, and but you know, had he lived, it would have been funny. To, I think he's probably up in heaven saying, "Going, hey, my son has a screenshot of me. How cool is that?" But yeah, so my dad's in the movie, and then my mom's second husband, he is. Uh, the, he created those cars that go flying through the air at the very end, that car chase, when I think they go off a bridge or something. He was the one that created those cars, and he was there the day they shot that effect. So he had something to do with that movie as well. John Landis was the director of that movie, and he also went on to do the Twilight Zone movie, and most notably, the Thriller video. Oh, and Animal House. So he did a couple good things, John Landis. My point being, unlike show business, is a rule. Uh, there is, uh, I know there's just a lot of creepy crap that goes on there. And we have to call it out. That's why I'm all, I'm all for this story breaking about Leslie Moonvizvez. And, you know, hopefully he doesn't get that 121 million. Anyway, campfire, caf, whoops. I meant to say cafe anyway. And I didn't do it. Ugh. Cafe anyway. Anyway. There we go. Let me jump over to the campfire real quick. Uh, yeah, so that's contained now. We, we're having rain here in the Bay Area. As we go outside of Cafe Anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. It's raining on us a little bit here outside of Cafe Anyway. The number that got up to the thousands of people missing in the campfire. Do you remember that? How, like, there were so many people missing. And apparently now that number is dwindled down to 11. The question is, how did that number get so big? Well, there were people that went on vacation that, no, I guess people forgot to tell other people and so they got put on this list. They're missing, they're gone. Oh, don't you remember that call you got? That text message, that email that they'd be out of town? So there was a lot of that going on and a lot of duplicate names, a lot of misspelled names that got put on the, the list twice. But that seems crazy to me that there would be that many people missing and then suddenly it gets dwindled down to 11. It shouldn't, it, the number should be dwindled down to zero, but hopefully that it, it won't lead to any more deaths. There were over 80 people that died in that horrible fire. Uh, then I wanted to, speaking of odd numbers, big data, that's odd data. North Carolina has this election going on and I think the Republican is winning. And I did talk about on the last show about how with elections we shouldn't be yelling cheater, cheater. And yet elections should run smoothly, should run fairly. Uh, there should be no voter suppression. There should be no voter fraud. But what apparently is the big story now is people got, uh, well, people were, they're, they're st sitting in their house or their apartment. Someone knocks on the door or their condo. Yes, I know there's other methods of places of dwellings. And the person knocked on the door and said, Hey, uh, here's an absentee ballot. Have you voted yet? No. Here, take this absentee ballot. And why don't you, while you're voting, here, vote for this guy. Here. Okay. Uh, I don't really need to want to be bothered by it. Yeah, just sign it. Okay, thanks. Bye. And then they leave. Door shuts. And they're gone. I have a door shut sound effect. That's why I mentioned the door shutting. But you'll have to take my word for it that there's a door shutting sound effect. Anyway, I clicked on it, the door shutting sound effect, and we should be hearing it momentarily. So what happens is they, apparently all these people that voted without knowing it, 
see. They uh, apparently there's a, a lot of that. They are claiming they being the media, being I don't know liberal media, conservative media. There's something odd going on there. But I'm not going to. Uh, the the Republicans are saying the that the candidate has won by such a large margin that there's no way even if there was voter fraud it'd be so minuscule. And my thinking on it is. How many votes could you really get knocking on doors? You'd have to have a massive army to make that really count. One or two people, who cares? But you've got like, you need thousands of people knocking on doors, getting these illegally attained absentee ballots from people. Finally, as we wrap up Cafe Anyway and Mike's Daily Podcast, which you can find at mikesdailypodcast.com and it is episode 1758, and we will say hi to the characters in a moment. But my lovely lady friend got another wonderful note from Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix is for those of you who are really into the app economy, the gig, gig economy. And I recently got into the app world. Well, the app economy. I don't. I didn't download the app though. But I love. Uh, I, I guess I am now part of the Airbnb world because I did an Airbnb thing twice now with my lovely lady friend. The second time, it was really like you were in the guy's house and you met the guy and he put a, like he put coffee out for you and water and did the whole Airbnb thing. We didn't stay on his couch. We actually stayed in a nice room that he had that overlooked the beach. And it was an interesting experience. Very nice guy. I would do it again. And he said to us as we were leaving, hey, um, just so you know, you guys got a special discount next time you come back. No matter what, you know, how much more the rates go up later on, you'll still get the same rate you paid today. And we're like, oh, that's awesome. So, app economy, gig economy. She, my lovely lady friend, does the stitch fix. And they send, what it is, is you get clothes. Somebody designs an outfit for you, designs a bunch of clothes, picks a bunch of clothes for you, and mails it to you. And then you can say, I like this, I like this. You keep what you want, and then you send back the others. You're charged for the, the ones that you, uh, pay, that you got. I think it's free except for what you pay for, and they probably mark those up crazy price-wise. So they send you this little note, which is hilarious. Anna wrote this. Happy to meet and style you today. Hope this finds you well and that you are enjoying the beginning of the holiday season. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Where are the little kids that say Merry Christmas? I can't find them. Oh, hell, someone's calling me. Just a second. I'll have to put it on I'll have to put it on extra loud and have the door open and then run over there. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll have to uh, keep an eye on that now. All right. Thanks for letting me know. Okay. Bye. Wow. Things are happening outside a cafe anyway, I have to tell you. The rest of this I'll read real quick. Uh I am so sorry to see that last fix wasn't a winner. Oh yeah, she sent a bunch of stuff back. I have read through your style profile and previous fix history and hope I have found pieces that match exactly what you're looking for. First, I chose these skinny Liverpool pants for you to try. Liverpool. 
I think you will love the fit and feel of these. And uh, my friend, I think my lovely lady friend will look very nice in these. Actually, I saw the pants. I was like, ooh, hachi machi. And oh, I can't get anything to play correctly today. Shoot. Hachi machi. Hachi machi. Uh, pair them with the West Key blouse in a pretty dark green hue. Perfect for the holidays. The top will also look great tucked in a bit to a, sh- a skirt. What about these edgy top by... It'll look, I don't know who this name is. D-L-E. It'll look awesome with the black pants and the snakeskin Dolce Vita ankle booties. This is going to cost a lot. Hope these items are just what you're look, hoping for. It was Stitch Fix. Okay. Oh, people here real quick. And then we got to end the show. Hello, Mega Mash. It's Madame And this is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? I just drove into cafe anyway. Yeah, well, you're gonna, I'm in a glass case of emotion. You're gonna have to clean that up. Next show, it'll be the wonderful Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, and John Deere the Engineer. I gotta go. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.